Hey y'all, I hope this drop seed message meet you wherever you are. If you would like to see the message in its video form, I will put the YouTube link in the show notes. Let's begin. I was having devotional time with a dear friend of mine. As we together was reading Philippians 3, God really started speaking to me. It was just so good, y'all. It was just so good. I have to share this. I just have to share this. So, Philippians chapter 3. I am going to read verses 1 through 8. Whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. For we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort though I could have confidence in my own effort, if anyone could. Indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I am a pure-blooded citizen of Israel, a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew, if there was ever one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Man, oh man. First of all, Paul wrote this. I love him so much. The words that he writes on paper. One of the reasons why I simply love Paul is because of his conversion experience. That is similar to mine regarding just how God just turned his life around in an instant. But also, just the words that he speak, and he also have the gift of encouragement, and that is one of my spiritual gifts, exaltation. So I really humbly appreciate Paul and his words. Philippians chapter 3 is such a powerful and encouraging chapter to read. It's so much meat in it that can touch so many things that I know that we experience every single day. Reclaiming your voice is for God's daughters, specifically for those of us that struggle with low self-worth, that struggle with fear and struggle with the sound of our voice. But verse eight, I want to highlight right now because this is the verse, one of the verses that really stuck out to me that I'm going to moving forward 
just take notes from my personal journal and place it in this one. Verse but. eight. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. On this channel, when I talk to my clients, the work that I do, a lot of it is based on us as God's daughters knowing our worth and our values and our value in Him ultimately. So when the NLT version used the words value, how perfect is that? It's so perfect because everything else is truly, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. And I say this with all due respect regarding what you and I have gone through in our lives. Every experience, every challenge, every insecurity, every worry, every doubt, every time fear comes in, every time we feel useless and invaluable, when we feel hopeless. But I wanna to say to you, daughter, all of that, the what ever go through and all that we have gone through in our lives, comparing it to the knowledge of knowing Christ Jesus doesn't compare. It doesn't matter compared to him. He knows all of it. He was with us every step of the way. But what Philippians 3 also means to me and what God spoke to me initially is that Philippians 3 is a chapter of freedom. It's a chapter of freedom. If we can get to the point in our lives and in our relationship with God, where we truly put him first, when we put him as a shield over our hearts, over what we will face, over the identity that our jobs give us, over the identity that we wrestle with when God gives us our purpose and God gives us a ministry and we are going to work every day doing the nine to five, whatever we place our lives in day by day, compare it to Jesus and you tell me what comes out of that. Compare it to his love. Compare it to the power that was on the cross. Compare it. Place it side by side and you tell me does it not dissolve what is on your desk for the day? Does it not dissolve when you are in the middle of something and your babies come running to you or you hear your, your kids fighting in the background, does it not dissolve the emotions that may come up? Does it not dissolve the stress, the overwhelm that we can allow to come in? 
the irritation of life, the irritation that we may experience having interactions with people, you tell me, does it not dissolve that and replace it with the mercy and the grace of God? In that moment, does it not replace it? Daughter, nothing compares to the priceless value of knowing him. If you are reading from the NLV version, I don't know the year of the one I have. I, I, I guess it's pretty recent, but the, the subtitle of chapter three in Philippians, it says, the priceless value of knowing Christ. Knowing Christ is valuable. And I can talk about core values until I turn blue. And that is part of my journey to reclaim my voice. That is what God has given me to share with you um, in other videos and other times that we, that we share together. But the knowledge of God is priceless. You want to increase your faith? Understand that when you focus on the value that is in him, your faith will increase. Your faith will become stronger. When you come to a place of everything else, as Paul say, is dumb. Paul says it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter all the knowledge that he has. It doesn't matter the school that he went to. It doesn't matter what his bloodline is. He can boast on it. He can brag. He can say, you know what? I came from the best school. I know the people to hang out with. I got the goods. But Paul says, he said it, it does not matter compared to the knowledge, the value of knowing Christ Jesus. He said, we put no confidence in human effort. Paul says, we rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort. And I want to stay there a little bit because we talk about needing confidence. We talk about the importance of confidence so, so we can do the thing. And there is no confidence that we can read about, that we can talk about with our therapists, with our coaches. There is no confidence that is sustainable, but having confidence in the Lord. Again, nothing compares to that. My confidence is in God. My hope is in Him. I could be all professional all I want, and I can look good on paper, but my confidence is not in that. My confidence is in the Lord Jesus Christ. My confidence in knowing what he did on the cross for you and I, 
every failure, every mistake, every sin that may have hold of us. Nope. The knowledge of Christ is greater than that. We can hold on to every accolade that we have. We can hold on to whatever we think is our foundation. We can hold on to the identities that we give ourselves. We can hold on to the identities that just comes with life. Motherhood, being a wife, an employee, all the things. But I wanna say to you, daughter, all of those things that I mentioned will change. It will evolve. So how we saw ourselves and those things and those people, that doesn't compare to the knowledge, to the value of Christ Jesus. I encourage you to read chapter three on your own. It's a short chapter, but again, so powerful. Another verse that I love so much, but I am going to read it in the King James, because again, I am a King James girl, is verse 13 and 14, and it says in the King James, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus, our Lord. Can we marinate on that for a moment? Not pressing towards the thoughts that we say about ourselves. Not pressing towards those thoughts those opinions that people say about us. Not pressing towards the rejection, the abandonment, the trauma in our lives. Not pressing towards those things. And in a way, idolizing them because we put such focus on it. That is the lens that we go through our lives looking through. Our minds begin to imagine people when they see us, that is what they see. The very mirror that we look through, what it shows us. Instead, may we press toward the mark, the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus. May that be your focus when life gets hard, when life does not go your way, when we make all the plans we can make and they fall through because was it God's plan or was it ours? I pray that the Holy Spirit remind you to press towards the mark. May you press towards the love of your Father. 
may you press towards your healing. May you press towards the healing of the anxiety, the healing of the depression, the healing of the postpartum depression, the healing of the thoughts running rapid in your mind from every distraction. May you grab as truth because it is truth. May it become your non-negotiable of life, the priceless value of knowing Christ Jesus. May God become your appetite that you crave the most. Not craving validation, not craving the appetite of a relationship you should not be in, not craving whatever is an addiction in your life. May your appetite be only in God because he truly satisfies. He sustains, his word is living. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's living, it's true. His love is all in it. You wanna be confident, daughter? Believe in his word. You wanna figure out and know how to love yourself when life showed you differently when the world showed you that you are not worthy of love. I ask God to bind that lie from Satan himself, that you may know his love for you, that you will know that you are more than a conqueror. By faith, daughter, increase your faith today. A section of verse nine, it says, rather I become righteous through faith in Christ. You become righteous through faith in Christ. By faith you are healed, daughter. By faith you are healed. By faith, you are free from every sin that tries to hold you. By faith, you are saved by his grace, not by your works, lest any man should boast. You become righteous through faith in Christ for God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. Will you believe through faith, by faith, that God forgives you, that God sees you? Will you believe by faith that God knows you? By faith, will you believe that God is with you? That he will bring everything in your life around for your good. Will you believe by faith that your situation will change? Yes, we can have the faith of a mustard seed, but daughter, I challenge you to increase your faith. Faith that would move mountains, 
What is the mountain that you have been holding on to in your life? By faith, it's removed. What is the mountain of fear? What is the mountain of shame? What is the mountain of doubt that is in the way of you increasing your faith? He is not the mother that left you. He is not the father that rejected you. He is not the person that abused you. He is God and his infinite love for you can heal all of that. It covers all of that. It delivers all of that by faith, by faith. Wait for your king to come. By faith, wait for him. Wait for the sound of the trumpet for him to come. Your hope, wait for him to return. Wait for your prize to come. I wrote in my journal, the value of knowing Christ is priceless. Knowing Christ dissolves our weakness, our insecurities. It dissolves our fears. It dissolves every wrong choice we've made, even the unknown of the future. Knowing Christ cancels the weight of the attack of the enemy. The value in Christ, everything else, as Paul says, is dumb. Verse 13 and 14, I re-express. Thought oppressed toward the true prize. Forgetting the past, daddy has. Yes, do the work through the reality of the trespasses of your past, the wrongdoings of your past, the things you did not ask for, what you did not deserve. But know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, and that light is Christ. That light is your freedom. I end this time with you with this. Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. 
it is truth, and it is freedom. May your daughters live by your word, seek you in your word, and know, know under a shadow of a doubt that you love her, that you adore her. That she is healed by faith. That she is delivered by faith. And your word will move through her by faith. Forgive us, God. Forgive us, Lord, for not believing in you. For focusing on things that you have forgiven. Moving forward, Lord, by your grace and your mercy, we will forget the things that are behind us. And we will press toward the mark of the prize, which is Christ. Father, we love you and we need you so much. Thank you for your word that is living. And it is a love letter from you. In Jesus' name, amen.